Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. podcast we're talking through girls five ever episode by episode we have made it to season two the final season that's currently available to you though not the final season of the show i'm excited to talk about that a little bit as well as we get later on into the podcast series here i am adam age of course with you week after week here with some of my very good friends someone who i really hope more than anything does not need a knee replacement anytime soon it is todd todd my brain how are you uh, first and foremost, I feel like that might be like a bit of an ageist joke. And first and foremost, I don't know if I appreciate that because first and foremost, it's true. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Todd, hopefully, I hope it's not true. Yeah. I, uh, I was being very genuine in my hope that it was not true. Yeah, it, it's not hundred percent true, but I, uh, I mentioned like I've got like an exercise bike. There was a few days where I'm just like, my knees have been telling me you're old. You are mm. old. <laughs> Yeah, Todd, if it helps you um, on on my exercise bike as well, um, my knees also tell me that I'm old and I am uh, objectively just not really old. I think I think that uh, exercise is just a complete scam to get us all to exercise. Anyway, uh, this is a whole separate uh, conversation and situation because uh, we are not alone here. Someone who could who could probably join Raya. I don't know. She's kind of a celebrity. Lindy TV. Lindy. Hello. Hello. Um, no, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not doing a weird brand expansion into <laughs> into music or scented hammers anytime soon. What is the best hammer scent, you think? Like if the, if the hammer has to be scented, what is the best scent? I might go for something fruity, I don't know, strawberry. Okay. Okay, I was going to go like in almost the exact opposite direction, like the most like manly like you know <laughs> like musk or or pine or or tar you know okay something along those lines because it's like a hammer like you want to be like tough like, i was thinking like a ford f-150 cent you know i was thinking if i'm using a hammer i want it to be more pleasant so let me make it oh. smell like something completely that reminds me of nothing to do with this hammer okay and todd uh what's <laughs> your thoughts on the hammer sense uh only because you said it has to be scented. Because in if I had my brothers, it would not be scented because I don't like scented things. But yeah, I don't think I would want it to be like fruity a uh, scented just because I don't really like fruit scent type stuff in general. But like things that make like me like a chocolate chip cookie dough type uh, scent, like any, that sort of stuff is stuff I kind of prefer. So maybe something like that. But yeah, I think like I said, like something maybe more earthy might might fit the Iamers. Yeah, well, Todd, uh, the good news for you, even regardless of whether or not you have your druthers, 
hammers are not currently scented. So actually, <laughs> you you sort of do have your druthers here. The lack of scent uh, on a hammer, although um, you know, depending on what happens to the hammer. Here we are, season two of Girls Five Eva. We have uh, already done all of season one. If you missed our bonus coverage of a couple other movies slash musicals we did hairspray ton of fun we did 13 going on 30 that was uh uh an, an interesting um experience that uh happened todd you unfortunately had to miss that i don't know you want to take like 30 seconds right now and just give your overall thoughts on 13 going on 30 or do you do you have any like a, like a quick flash in the pan or should we wait until the what, whatever you want to do uh i'll just say i thought it was an okay film that's a but that's like my memories of 13 go on 30 i didn't dislike it but i didn't love it either i thought it was fine but it's also wow. been a long time i've seen it once and only once and those originally came out so well i just have to tell you ton i had very similar feelings on it and lindy basically yelled at me to get off the podcast i kicked uh, him off the podcast <laughs> it's, it's i told him you have to leave now yeah and yeah. he did yeah there were yeah there were uh, well so if anyone missed that, if you definitely missed check it out. Yeah, I, sure. yeah, it has not been released yet, so I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I am definitely listening to that. I'm looking forward to that. Well, uh, for those of you who are listening to this, it has already released yet. Hopefully. <laughs> Something has gone terribly wrong, but uh, it should have already released at this point, so go check that out. We did Hairspray, we did 13 going on 30, but here we are. We're back to our normally scheduled programming here with Girls 5 Eva into Season 2, and I just have to say... This was a really fun episode. I had a ton of fun watching this. I saw it twice here. Um, the All of the characters being back felt really fun to kind of be back with the group a little bit here. I thought the writing and level of jokes uh, was elevated from season one in a way that I was kind of surprised at. I don't know. I found myself like actually laughing out loud more than I did in season one. Um, I thought the concept for this, uh, for this episode was very interesting. There were a few sort of uh, not extended bits, but sort of, you know, recurring bits throughout the episode that I was just in love with. Um, plus some interesting faces uh, into the potentially main cast of season. I don't know. I have no idea how long they're going to be here, but some potentially familiar faces, including one that Todd, you and I both saw live together uh, on Broadway, which are, are, I'm so sorry. It was not Todd. It was, um, I don't know. One that I saw live on Broadway. It was not, I, I got so excited to say with Todd. Um, we'll talk about, we'll, what? we'll talk about it all. And just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I, so the problem is I thought that Todd was in that group, but unfortunately um, Todd did not make the trip for that particular show, but was a, was a different show. Anyway, I have seen one of them live on Broadway. It was very, very fun. We'll talk about him when he uh, gets introduced here. I, I was, think his name is Tate. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tate is who you're talking about. I, pretty sure yeah i was very confused i was like wait what hades town character <laughs> the show don't remember any hades town actors here it's really yeah really you know it's uh just one of those things there um my memory is going just like my knees um i i don't know am i am i alone here in uh really enjoying this premiere of season two lindy uh i thought it was good but i i am not in love with it the way you are oh interesting todd I'm with Lindy. Yeah, oh I mean, I, I like you're talking about how the, the writing is elevated. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I felt the same way. I mean, again, I didn't have any problems with it. I didn't think it was like a decrease, but I, I felt for me, there are definitely funnier episodes in the previous season. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm excited to get into this. I I really enjoyed this episode. Maybe it's just that it's like been, you know, a month since I've seen this show uh, recently. And I don't know how high I was on the finale of season one, but I, I definitely enjoyed this. I'm excited to talk about it. Let's get into this. Season two, episode one of Girls 5 Eva. Lindy, take it away. All right. This one is called Album Mode. And this begins with a news segment about Girls 5 Eva. They, it's a month after the Jingle Ball now, and they have a deal with Property Records. And they're actually watching this news segment in a taxi, and they're really excited to be on the news. Good for them. I mean, the Jingle Ball is what they were working towards all last season, and it turned in to a success for them. Now they're going to record an album. Album mode. Yeah, album we mode. Love an album. <laughs> 
So that's what Wiki calls it. She says she's in album mode. Uh, she's still living with Dawn and Scott at their apartment, which she insults. And Dawn is like, rude, we have an air fryer. <laughs> uh, air fryer is probably my favorite appliance that I have in the kitchen. Like, I guess maybe you could argue like stove, but, I, you know, I don't know. But uh, in terms of like, a pl- you know, plug in appliance. Refrigerator. Yeah, I guess maybe the fridge, I guess. <laughs> but like, I love the air fryer. I use it like probably, probably every day. Like, honestly, maybe every other day. But it's like, it's very often. Oh, uh, one thing that I really liked about the uh, the initial news story is the introduced Girls Five Ever as the uh, the one hit wonders who are probably best known for each having been engaged to Carson Daly, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, cracked me up. And also, they were hoping to become two hit wonders. That's that's really the hope of anyone, really. Two hit wonders. That's great. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. Okay. Question: Do we think this show? would be more entertaining if it was taking place back when they were those one hit wonders back in the 90s like they got into some really wacky situations they definitely did i do think some of the appeal of this show though is just getting to reference random things that we'll never get to see because then you can make them as ridiculous as you want as opposed to like you spending time in them that being said it's not like it's not ridiculous in current day like if they were if they flash on you like yeah back when i thought my partner was cheating on me but instead he was just running a hermit crab emporium you know what i mean like <laughs> it's just as ridiculous True. now as if they're saying in the past we're just not seeing it but i do think part of the benefit is like oh we were all engaged to carson daily i think it's more interesting to just have that throwaway one-liner than to show us the whole thing but i don't know it's just ridiculous all around but i do love it yeah, I think I think I largely agree. I think that the the beauty of it is they can just show like that one small snippet, and that and they don't have to like uh, go into the full thing. So they can have all like a ton of like a shotgun scatter shot a, a level of jokes uh, in the past, without having to like develop them into like full storylines, which they would probably have to do if they were setting it back at that time. So I think it works pretty well as the as the device that we have right now but i wouldn't be opposed to seeing them set in the path i think the biggest problem you'd have is then like having the like you would actually have carson daly playing himself back at that point in time probably so you would like that could be a little bit of an obstacle unless they're just like oh yeah they're going to look like themselves but a uh, play like the younger version of themselves kind of like the girls do as it is so i guess it would work for the most part yeah, just an interesting question I had. Uh, so that engagement did not work out for any of them, obviously. And, you know, Wiki is excited now because she got into the dating app Raya. Is this like a real thing? Do, do celebrities have like their own? I think this is a real app. This is a real app. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have no, I, I don't know. I, I mean, out of the three of us, I am the least likely to, to have <laughs> any sort of familiarity with this. Yeah, I have I have no idea. Uh, ask Sarah. Sarah would know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I just googled Raya and I see like first like you no know, ask for membership. Raya is a private uh, something or other. So yeah, is this how Taylor Swift is meeting all of her men? Her assorted no, men? she's too famous for this. Oh, so there is okay. So specifically on this app, there has to be a minimum threshold of fame, but also. If you go too far above it, you are also ineligible. Oh, yeah. you, she'd be eligible, but she doesn't need this. So d- who are the celebrities that are on this? Besides okay, the ones that we I'll see tell this episode? You. Which, who Joey are Sasso with? from yeah. The Circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That is the okay, celebrity. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I'll tell you right yeah. now. I was so freaking excited to see Joey Sasso. Like, um, I, immediately, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I love this. I love this. I oh love that Joey Sasso was on this. Also, I just want to say, apparently Raya was initially a dating app, but over time has added features to promote professional networking and social discovery as well. For Only for famous people, just to be... And it, it doesn't say famous, it just says it's a private membership-based social network application. Is what I'm so saying. maybe it's like famous or rich. Like Maybe if you are like very well-to-do, you could get on this. Should we try and get on it? Todd, should, just, just, maybe just try. <laughs> apply what's the what's the downside who says no i think we would all get rejected i'm sorry to say should we all try should that be the next we could podcast? say we have a podcast that has we have a podcast listeners yeah on the show that we're podcasting about they mentioned this app so 
Adam, just throw in our total number of downloads ever mm-hmm. <laughs> and and see if that works. Okay. Am I allowed to just make up a different number though? Can I just yeah, I'll that'd... just write a bigger number? Sure. Okay. I mean cool, cool, cool. Uh, we're not the riot people. We don't care. That's true. Yeah, no, they have they have no idea. I think it'd be fun if we all tried to apply for this. I wonder I, I mean I don't think any of us would get I'm not doing that, but okay. <laughs> be, it could be fun. What about social networking, Lindy? You could network with other I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh okay okay so uh they're at the record label for a meeting they're gonna meet this guy named tate but turns out this is um he's talking about celebrity expansion brand expansion into things that are totally different from what the celebrity actually does so turns out this is the property brothers record label (laughs) um and like we mentioned they're also branching out into scented hammers And so Tate is telling them that the album has to be done in six weeks in order to coincide with the release of those hammers, which are available exclusively at Kohl's. (laughs) Um, And so they all agree to that timeline. Of course, it's really quick, but they want to, you know, go for it. And there's going to be some sort of like showcase tonight that they're going to sing at um, so that Tate can can listen and, you know, give information to the big bosses of the company. Okay, so there's a lot going on here. I want to first start with the Property Brothers. What is your level of familiarity with the Property Brothers? I have seen a probably half dozen episodes of their TV series. Okay, that's not nothing, Todd. Yeah, that and, is more than me. Yeah, it's not necessarily by choice, but well, I have been I have been in a place where someone was watching the Property Brothers, and so I also watched Property Brothers. Yeah, okay, I'm in a very similar boat. I think my number is probably closer to twelve to fifteen, just you know, based on whatever. Um, my other piece of like information here is what's his face still dating Zoe Deschanel? Is that that is the only information I know about them? That is the key. <laughs> I've piece never of seen the show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know at least they were dating, but I think like recently ish, they either, (laughs) and it's one of two, they either broke up or they got engaged. And I honestly do not know which one it was. All I know is I knew they were dating and then an event occurred regarding their relationship. (laughs) And I, I don't know if it was good or bad, but it was one of the two. They got engaged in August. Okay. Okay. Wow. Perfect. Perfect. An event <laughs> happened. Yeah. An event <laughs> occurred. <laughs> Some kind of relationship. Congratulations. Yeah. An event you know occurred. What? Well done to you, whichever property brother you are. I think it's Jonathan. Jonathan? Is that his name? Yes, that it's right? Jonathan. Yeah. I don't know the other guy's name. Scott? Yeah. I, I don't know which one Jonathan. I don't know if Jonathan is the, the real estate person or the construction person. I don't know which one of them is which in the, that, but. No, uh, no, uh, no clue. Um, so congratulations to, um, to, to the property brother and to Zoe Deschanel on your recent engagement. We would take a wedding invite just to, <laughs> just to, sure. you know, we would yeah. do yeah. it. We would show we, up. We know they're listening. We know you're oh, listening. Yeah. 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 I would, if I were them. Yeah. And, and could you send us a, a Raya invite where you're at it? Yeah. Zoe? <laughs> that's met, right. maybe? I bet that's probably how they met. Uh, it's gotta be, it gotta be. Uh, so one thing I wanted to mention in this scene is it starts off with Gloria sitting there uh, looking on TikTok trying to find new moves to replace the Excelsior. Uh, and she tries one thing, say, well, how does this look? And Summer's like, that's just a tutorial about how to cut cake with a wine glass. And then at the end of the scene, they have a cake and Tate cuts the cake with a wine glass, which I thought was a, a nice a, a little, little callback there. But also the Gloria looking for a new move is going to be very important later on in the episode. For some reason, it really grosses me out when when a cake is cut like that. I just i I don't want that. You don't want that because it's just so weird. It's like you're shoving a glass into it. That just seems like a bad idea. Hmm. And it looks terrible once you've cut some out of it. It does look weird. It does. It, yeah. It look, it does look a little weird, but I do think it's like very fun. I've only ever done this one time. Um, and it was like a, I don't even know what it was. It was like a, what was it? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> we I'll, can't I'll, tell you. All right, whatever. I'll, I'll, th- I'll probably think of yeah. it in like five minutes and, and shout it out. Whatever. Um, probably. it was like, it was fine. Um, I, I would be down. I don't think it's like terrible though. 
it wasn't Wouldn't like terrible. there be frosting on the side of the glass but like some people put frosting on the side of like a like a drink for like a christmasy like specialty drink and like frosting and sprinkles on the side to like do like a rim you know on the side a rim would be on the top wait so you're oh you're saying like on the inside no on the outside all the way down the side of the wine glass there'd be frosting from you no, pushing uh, it into the cake well you like pull you like you like have to like pull it also a little bit like you're not like smearing <laughs> it in it's like a you know in there and then get it out it you're sounds not like, like you should just smearing. use a knife <laughs> where's the fun in that lindy where's the fun in that Plus, maybe if there's frosting on the side, you just like can lick it off and then boom, free cake. You know? Uh, no. <laughs> and it seems like you'd get less cake if you put it in a wine glass that's not very big. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I mean, you don't you don't have to cut your cake this way, I guess. Yeah, portion portion control could be a, a a bonus, you know. True, true. You could just do a little slice. There's no other way to only have a small slice of cake, other than to just put it in a wine glass. Even though these slices actually looked like pretty big, but, like they were pretty huge, like but... chunks out of the cake. Then, like, but I will agree with Lindy. The aftermath of the wine glass cutting on the cake looked really not great. It does look a little weird. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Tate, this new character that seems like he's kind of here for I don't know. Certainly going to be more than just this one episode. I have no idea how long. Um. I'm hoping the full season because I do like him. Why are you uh, certain of that? What do you mean? Why am I certain of more than this episode? Is that the? Yeah. Oh, because they're still doing stuff with the. They weren't like dropped by the company. He literally was like, "We're we're producing an album in six weeks. Let's." But now they're not. They're no, they're still doing the albums. Right? Aren't they still do? Oh, I thought they were still doing the album. They just weren't doing the promotional tour. That that's the sense that I got. There's like the, the promotion has been put on pause, but they still because at the end they say, "Yeah, we this album just has to knock everyone's socks off. That's to be the best album we've ever done." So they're still doing the album. They just put the promotion on pause. Was the sense I got. Yeah, you might think I'd know the answer because I've seen this before. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I have zero memory of what happened. So this is not me spoiling anything. I'm just confused. I thought that they were taking a pause from the whole thing, but. I could be wrong. Um, I mean, certainly, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I no, I don't know for sure. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't I know. This is as far we'll as I've seen. Out. We'll yeah. certainly find out. Yeah. But the reason I, I bring it up is because I have seen this person in a Broadway musical. He is currently, well, admittedly, only for the next like couple weeks because uh, Shucked is closing. Um, he's currently one of the main storytellers in Shucked on Broadway, and he's actually really fantastic. Like, he's very, very fun and funny in this. I, I highly recommend. There's no way that um you could be listening to this and still have time to go see shocked but i also think that it's going on a national tour in some capacity so if, if it does you know come by as always go see local theater although i don't think that he will be in it but he was it was really really great um to see live in shock so highly recommend seeing that but uh, that's another kind of part of the reason why i would suspect he's not just a one episode kind of person he plays like a pretty major role in a broadway musical so i think like we haven't we haven't even heard him like not that we're going to hear him sing but you know i mean we yeah, haven't heard him know, do much yeah i don't know if that's really like a good indicator though because i mean at the time this was made was he even in shuck probably not because this was you know, when was this uh i mean this was 2022 so uh oh i guess shocked was 2023 well yeah, I mean, it won, it won the, yeah, it won the Tony this year. Oh, it was uh, 2020. So, uh, but, hmm. so anyway, yeah. It's like I, right I there. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I, I don't know if that's like a, a big indicator. Unless he's like been in other things I'm not aware of, but I don't know. He was on and, SNL in a Tina Fey episode, I think. Yeah, so anyway. But I do I do want to say kind of interesting. So we have, we have a little bit of a Zoe's connection with him because he was in Shuck with Alex Newell. But also he was in one episode of the show, Suburgatory, starring a uh zoe herself so it's a little bit of like a he's like has connections a couple different ways uh with zoe's so that's kind of interesting so after that meeting uh summer is talking to dawn she's worried because everything is going too well everything's great but it's been a month since she asked for a divorce and she thinks she should be punished for that like she thinks that she's done something wrong and now something bad is gonna happen to her 
Uh, but Don says, you know, actually, like, you're growing. And Summer's like, yeah, I only do vocal fry now if I'm scared or I need something. That's growth, everyone. <laughs> it is growth. And I love the fact that she ends ends this conversation doing some vocal fry. And, and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> it's like, uh, gum and a phone charger. This is obviously a comedy, but if you look at this seriously, it's actually very sad that Summer thinks that because she asked for divorce, like she needs to be cosmically punished for that. But anyway, I'll just view this comedically and say that it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they're uh, getting ready for their performance at that showcase. And Don is dealing with some like phone call, email situation having to do with Max's karate uniform. And Wiki points out to her that, like, hey, why don't they ask Scott about this stuff? Like, it, it's sexist that they only ask you. And Dawn is like, yeah, you're right. And so she adds Scott to the email change and email chain. And it's funny. She's like, this is how change happens. <laughs> and Summer throughout is like, this is so boring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, at this point in the story, it was a very boring storyline. Yeah, I was. I at this point, I was like, "What? What are we doing here?" Wiki was like, "If I know how to do any one thing, it's to spot inefficiency." And I'm like, "Is that what? Like, where, where is that coming from?" And then also, what are we doing here? So, I, admittedly, I love the payoff of this. Yeah, but boy, at the start, I was like, "This is really a, a path that we're going down." <laughs> yeah, you you took the words right out of my mouth, Adam. Like literally, I was going to, to say I was like right with Summer. As she was saying, this is boring. At this point, it was like, I don't like this storyline. But then by the end, yeah, I was all on board. Yeah. When this kid has karate, I could not possibly care about that less. Like, that is the stupidest thing that's ever been said. <laughs> uh, so, surprise, Larry's here. Uh, he's repping a different group. They're called Collab. He's actually apparently living in his hype house. And he tells the group that, like, this is a competition, basically, for who the label is going to choose to promote. He kind of compares it to Netflix and House of Cards. And he's like, they put all their advertisements into that at the beginning, not this random other show that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> um, and so this really worries Girls 5 Eva. And Wiki tears open her jacket to do the club version of Momentum. <laughs> Yeah, because originally she was like, "Let's, I have an idea. Let's just get the the chairs out, do like the soft acoustic one. Then the dance mix will blow their mind in the album later." And then she's like, "Nope," and rips the shirt open. Thought that was like that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, so the the band collab they were discovered on TikTok doing push-ups to the audio of Reagan being shot, which is just such a bizarre bizarre sentence. But that's the one line that made me laugh the most in the episode. It's just like so out of the blue. And again, like it's the absurd stuff that really uh, gets me. And also, you know, Lindy mentioned that they're living in a uh, Larry's hype house, which is technically it's his mom's house, but she's too sick to leave her room. So <laughs> they can just have the run of it. Larry continues to be the worst. Yeah, and he, he brings up the the Netflix thing with House of Cards. And I don't even remember what the other show is. Um, and uh, proving point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember either. Was it a yeah. real show? I have no idea. Probably I know, it, it starred David Faustino. That's the only thing I remember him saying. But I did not a uh, remember uh, like a Good Samaritan or something. Bad Samaritan. Okay, yeah. Samaritan. I don't know. Was it, I think the Okay a, Samaritan. Decent Samaritan. I don't know. Why wasn't that a hit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the slightly above average Samaritan. I don't know. Um, are you were you guys a uh, big House of Cards people uh, back in back in the day? Never seen it. Never yeah. seen it. Wow. Yeah, I, w I watched the first couple of seasons. I think. Okay, I was Dark definitely a, like a big House of Cards guy, but uh, you know, uh, as it got later on into the run, it just they lost the plot so like so much to the point where it was like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. Uh the show is Bad Samaritans, by the way. Oh, Bad Samaritan. Not even the Good Samaritan. So wait, this was a real thing? Any names in there that like we should know? Any, uh, let's any big see. Name? Let's see if there's anyone other than David Fustino in it. Because um... to Larry's point, I have never heard of this show. <laughs> I yeah. haven't either. It had five episodes. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, Armin Shimmerman was in two episodes. Uh, but that's about... Yeah, even then I'm sure most people were like Armin who? Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. So. Uh, Should you watch this? There's only five episodes. <laughs> 
man, I'm looking at this cast and just going, yeah, I don't know who most of the actual recurring people are. What if we watched all five episodes and did one? I don't want to do. Say, I do not want to do five podcasts and about do one podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's put it down after season two. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wikipedia says. Bad Samaritans is no longer available on Netflix. <laughs> oh no! Wait, where can we find it? It was a net. Was it a Netflix original? Let me look. Let me check Netflix and see if that's true. Bad Samaritan. Oh, was it the Bad Samaritan? Wait a second. Just... Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to say that when I opened Netflix, Mamma Mia, here we go again came up <laughs> january 1st baby that's, that's here we don't go again but <laughs> i mean also okay i'm mad again. because now they have mama mia which i had to rent for like three dollars yeah. a couple months ago yeah that's tough i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry for you <laughs> um anyway yeah i don't think bad samaritans is on netflix wow Bad, bad Samaritan. I'm trying to see if there's other. Was it a 2013? 2013. Yeah, 2013 series. Okay. Um. Well, I have a way of of acquiring it. Uh, completely legally. I'm totally sure. legally. So, uh, so it's on Vudu, just... Todd. It's on Vudu. Oh, you could, yeah. You could buy it on Apple or Amazon or something. Wow. It's yeah, but it does. Uh, I mean, it does seem like this was a Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I would anyway, definitely a Netflix original. I would be very down <laughs> with watching all five episodes of this and doing one podcast. Wait, I just I just read the premise. I hadn't read that yet. I had no idea what it was oh, about. Oh, lay it on us. Lay it on us. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here's like yes. the very basic premise. Jake and Drew's hostile breakup accidentally starts a massive wildfire, <gasps> getting them sentenced sentenced to 2,000 hours of community service. That's what the show's about. Wow. Wow. Each week they join a ragtag group of degenerates. <laughs> um, I just have to say I'm shocked that this is not a, a more popular, a more popular thing. Oh, if while performing menial tasks like assisting the elderly, picking up trash, and euthanizing dogs, Jake and Drew oh continue to deal with their breakup and the constant nightmare of doing the worst jobs in the world for no money with their ex. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this sounds like a show that I might uh, actively hate. Well, we'll find out. It has a <laughs> 6.5 on IMDb. So I can't believe we might be about to watch a show recommended by Larry. Well, to be fair, I don't think he recommended yeah, it. Yeah, he wasn't recommended He, he well, literally used it as the example of a uh, failure. That he was heard about from yeah. Larry. Because he had a bit part in it playing what? Picnic? creep or something like oh picnic that. freak that, that was, that the, was date. the fire that was the, maybe larry actually was in maybe this i swear to god if the it? actor who plays larry is in this thing I... That'd be so <laughs> good be so funny. oh my goodness wow anyway we should get okay. back to the show but yeah, we are stay tuned for our bad samaritans podcast okay so they go out on stage and sing momentum let's talk about it Adam, you loved this episode. Did you love this song? Okay, so I did like the song, but I did not love the song. Um, I thought it was fine. To be honest with you, I would have liked to have heard the stripped down kind of acoustic version of this with them just kind of singing on stage. I thought that the, you know, the the big Gloria move that we get at the end that ultimately, you know, injures her knee or whatever is a little distracting from how potentially good the song could be because i actually think that like some of the lyrics did make me laugh i i rarely watch these shows with subtitles on but because i was in like such a rush to do this right before the podcast i had like i had to comprehend it immediately and didn't have time to sort of sit with it the line stainless steel momentum i thought was really funny like that is just ridiculously out of nowhere i i just love that um i liked it i wanted the stripped down acoustic version of it i did not like the club version um, yeah, I'll agree. I, I, I love the lyrics. I think the lyrics are great. We're unstoppable. We're not, you know, un unstoppable. You know, I thought there's like lots of really clever lines. I think it's like one of the more cleverly written songs that we've gotten on the show in terms of lyrics, but the music just didn't do it for me. 
And so it's going to definitely be uh, dinged a bit there because I love the lyrics, but the music is just not as catchy as some of the other songs on my couple of listens. Like, it's just, yeah. Uh, so I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah, I generally fall in that same range. I did like it. And uh, when the music was playing over the credits at the end, I was bopping along, bopping around, you know. I, I enjoyed it, but I think there are other songs of theirs that I, I like better. Um, but yes, as we mentioned, Gloria injures herself doing this move on the stage. Uh, so The she, death drop. Yeah. <laughs> and while it does wow the crowd, uh, it renders her unable to get up for the rest of the song. So she's singing from the ground and pulling her shirt down more to really get everyone's attention. But the crowd loves it. Um, unfortunately though, Gloria hurts herself. They go to the hospital and find out that she needs a knee replacement, uh, which would take 12 weeks of recovery time. Uh, but Tate calls and he wants them to start the promo train now. And so Gloria is going to push through the pain just like Wiki did when her gallbladder exploded during their VHS Christmas special. And we see a clip of this. (laughs) This was hilarious. Like, this is so funny as they're singing the song. And then she just breaks into Oh Holy Night and just screams <laughs> in the kid's face. Like, it's moments like this where this episode where I'm just, like, cackling as I'm watching it. She does such a good job of this. And I also love, like, she has such a good voice, right? Like, actually hearing her sing Oh Holy Night would be awesome. Oh, my. This clip of, imagine being that kid and just getting screamed at right in the face during Christmas time. Oh, man. Yeah, so I'll agree. Like, I overall, I didn't think this episode overall was funnier than episode four, but this scene is one of the funniest scenes that have been in the show so far for me. Uh, part of it was just like Oh Holy Night, which is my all time favorite uh, Christmas hymn. I just love it's like one of the most beautiful songs, and you know, her bo- and like <laughs> just singing it. And as she's getting louder, she like breaks the Christmas ornament in her hand and then falls on her knees to fall on your knees and then screams and the kids scream sings the kid's face and, and while well, the rest of the band it's just been singing the song about yeah uh, it's it's jesus's birthday christmas ho ho no you know and then she just like bursts into this it's just so good todd oh holy night is also my favorite christmas song what's your favorite version oh man uh the one I grew up with, listening to a lot, my mom had my mom had tons of Christmas albums. I think the, the Anne Murray version is the one that like I loved as a kid, like listening to like oh the all the versions that my mom had like Anne Murray's version was the one that I kind of fell in love with. Okay, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, mine is David Phelps. Uh, not not a crazy popular one, but the the piano of Anthony Berger playing uh, behind David Phelps is just ridiculously incredible. So if you ever if you ever looking for a new old holy night, I absolutely love it. So I agree. That was one of the funniest <laughs> scenes in the show. I loved that. And I mean, Wiki is definitely my favorite character. I love when she's got moments like this. Um, I felt that personally, her other moments in the episode didn't really work as well for me. Yeah. Um, such as this next scene where she meets up with Tim Meadows from Raya just to dump him because she's in album mode. She just, she just wants to meet him so she can dump him immediately and then he has to pay for her her uh fish tray thing fish tower fish tower what do you think a fish tower is well it's, it's a, a tower of fish so what fish multiple levels there. do you think they're cooked do you think they're like raw do you think they're oysters? alive are oysters fish are they aren't they crustaceans no they're <laughs> i didn't mean that i didn't mean that <laughs> <laughs> they're not but i don't know yeah I mean, yeah. we would never judge anyone on this podcast for mistakenly categorizing animals into, you know, into. No, into we would various. never. Make that fun. would never be a thing that we bring up for an extended period of time. Nope, wouldn't never. be us. Yeah, wouldn't um, couldn't be. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite thing is, is like whenever she's like trying to break up them, and his response is, "We're strangers, miss." It's the miss <laughs> that gets me. It's not like we're strangers. It's like we're strangers, miss. It's just like it doesn't even know her name practically. Like it's like I messaged you. Do you like comic books? You told me to come here. Yeah, and she's like, "It's hard for me to be the one that got away." <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I I agree, Lindy. Like a lot of the wiki stuff in this episode didn't work for me as well as 
other stuff. She does have a couple of really good lines. There's one that, uh, earlier in the episode. She's talking about how album, you know, album mode is a state of mind that starts here and ends with me at the Mets gala in the catheter because my dress was too complicated. But that was a really funny line from her. But overall, yeah, I feel like the wiki content in this episode didn't quite rise to the level of some of this the season one stuff on the whole it's like they put all the humor into that one whole oh holy night scene and they like sucked up all the other funny wiki stuff i agree um and then we go back to dawn's storyline so she sees that um the when she added scott to the email thread the mom responded and made a new email thread without scott and i just have to say that is so annoying yeah when you add someone to an email and then the person replies to you and takes off the person you added mm. it's like i added them so they'd be in the loop yeah yeah Th- uh, this has happened to me at work before where like i've tried to loop other people into like a project or an email chain or something that was like i had to had to do a deliverable and they had to be involved and then they just responded to me about it and then i had to like send it it's just so awkward because like you can't like if you resend it back with them on then you're like so aggressive like that is such like an aggressive thing to do it's not even passive aggressive at this point it's like overtly aggressive but also it wasn't my fault that they decided to not include them back in the reply so like what else am i supposed to do it's very annoying i feel like the the worst part about this is it felt like this wasn't just an email between the two of them. It felt like it was like a chain of like other people involved. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. so it, it's not moms. even, so it's not even like the situation where Adam's talking about where like, Oh, they just reply instead of reply all it's like, Oh no, they had to actively remove Scott from this or start a whole new chain to keep him out of, it's like there was like more effort put into it than just like a oh they hit the wrong button or whatever. So. Yeah, to be clear, I was not describing any situation where someone hit the wrong button. That is that is not what occurs at the at the passive aggressive work emails. Let me tell you, I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish it could be that altruistic. Uh, so Don is upset about this, and the next day she confronts that mom at at the school drop off about this, and you know said she wants to add scott to the karate emails he says he's the point person for max and the woman like basically didn't even realize she was doing this she's like oh my gosh like that was sexist like why don't i like i get so many mom emails and i'm a partner at a law firm like and yet i also email all the moms like why don't i ever worry about bothering a woman and then she, this is why <laughs> this is why this is in the show because otherwise it's really boring uh, she's like and she's also worried that she might try to f all the dads if she's talking to them yeah there's a tiny ugly corner of my mind that worries if i get all the dad's emails i might try to f all the dads and she drops the full f bomb too it's not like which which really surprised me because like i feel like the show like might have had some you know like has had some risk case stuff but i don't know if we've got a full f bomb before i don't remember i don't know i don't think there was one in season one i feel like if there was we would have remembered or, or called it out in some capacity um i also really like uh heidi gardner here i think that she is either a current or or last season i don't remember a, a cast member on snl i don't know if you guys are big snl people she's uh she was on or maybe maybe still is on snl she's very very funny um and her appearance here is just is so freaking funny here and the way that she just drops that in at the end because like there there's like maybe an interesting conversation here around like parenting and gender roles and assumption and you know, that kind of stuff. And they, they sort of take us on that journey a little bit, but I love that they give us this, this like added little bonus bit at the end here of like, and I'm also very worried that if I have those emails, I'm going to F the dads. Like that's just out of nowhere. That's so out of pocket and it was delivered so well. Um, I, I was just cackling uh, every, you know, when this was mentioned. And then of course uh, um, our, our callback at the end just absolutely destroys me. So I, th- this is like one of my favorite bits, this episode. It's so freaking funny. Uh, so then the group meets up and they're worried about Gloria, but she's on a bunch of pain meds and she says she's fine and they're standing outside on the street and that's when Joey from the circle walks up and Wiki ends things with him too. Out of nowhere, freaking Joey Sasso on the screen. Were you guys big circle people? I think we were all big circle yeah. people, yeah. especially, especially yeah. at that point. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, he won season one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Admittedly, I don't think I've seen like the last maybe one or two seasons. I I think I I don't I don't know how many seasons we are deep in terms of the U.S. circle, but um, I I'm certainly a big fan at that point. I loved Joey, freaking uh, Joey and Shuby, like their uh, their like friendship, and I I uh, yeah, like it's just so funny. And then he was was like, is that? Is that Joey Sasso? And then, of course, you know, Wiki's like, uh, hi, Joey Sasso, winner of season one of The Circle, <laughs> just in case anyone didn't know who you were. <laughs> let's let's just do a full introduction of you here. So I, I love this from them. And, of course, like, Wiki's going to do her Wiki stuff. The actual content of, like, Wiki doing another, like, breakup, you know, whatever. But bringing Joey Sasso on, <laughs> big fan. Love to see it. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, I didn't recognize him at first. It took me a second. And then she said, Joey Sasso. I'm like, wait, no, that's Joey Sasso. Holy crap. Yeah, it was so funny. It's so random. And the fact that we all know who he was, I think, is what makes it work. I think if we had no idea who he was, it probably wouldn't uh, come off the same way. But because we watched the circle, it's like, wait a second. Yeah, I know. That's how I think we're like kind of the perfect audience for this particular joke. I feel like probably most of the Peacock audience is probably not the perfect audience for this joke, but I feel like we we definitely are. Yeah, it is interesting that it's it's like the circle is like almost synonymous with Netflix. I think at this point, I I mean all the I think that's where all the seasons are. I think they're sort of yeah, it's producing Netflix, at least yeah. now. And so uh, it's it's interesting that they have kind of that uh, that crossover there. Joey Sasso also does seem like the the perfect person for the raya app right like kind of famous not just a normal but also definitely not too famous to not be on the apps like 100 percent, he is not too famous for this so that does seem like kind of the perfect level of celebrity exactly that's what i was saying yeah <laughs> okay so uh they go in the building and they have to climb like the tallest staircase ever <laughs> to get to their promotional event which is a podcast we love that we love podcasting about a show that has a podcast on it also their setup was interesting what'd you think well first i want to say we would never make our guests climb a tall staircase to be on the podcast no you don't have to leave your home okay we prefer Uh, that you don't actually (laughs) we prefer that second of all the setup it was kind of cool like sitting on a couch like facing the people you're talking to that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, a live podcast in person is is very, very fun to do. I don't know like how well it translates to not the people in the room currently, but I, I, I have loved every time that I have done it, like a live podcast in person. It's very fun. I have not done that, but maybe someday we'll have to try that. it. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you uh, finally agree to meet Todd and I will, we'll record live <laughs> in person. Yeah. Someday. Maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, obviously this is a really, uh, really terrible thing for Gloria to have to do. Why isn't there an elevator? I don't know, but Gloria ends up like taking more meds. And by the time she gets to the top, she's like hallucinating this song about pink eyed rabbits charging on claws, eternally tender. this whole sequence is just so perfect for me like this is like just uh, gloria it makes me laugh so consistently in this show um maybe this went on one too many times in terms of her going through the sequence i was enjoying it all the way until the end this certainly works for me every every bit of this i thought was so freaking funny Yeah, and then they sit down for the interview, and, you know, obviously with the rest of the group, it's going fine, but Gloria is being so weird. She's wearing, like, these sunglasses and just saying such such weird stuff. Adam loves this. He loves Gloria. So I I see why this episode was really working for you when I think about it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean, I enjoy this thing because it's like very much calling out like the the beatles a uh, we're bigger than than god thing she also has a little bit of like you know oasis vibes going on there. i even like call that out i think there's some funny stuff here but yeah it didn't like hit me as funny as it did adam for sure right. it was just like it was so much it was like every time you looked over Claire, it was like when i look in a mirror god looks back <laughs> just out of nowhere i don't i it's just so funny to me 
Also, uh, one little part is uh, Dawn and Summer lean over and ask, you know, uh, if you're not okay, say Jack Bauer, because that was kind of this code that they developed. Adam, do you know who Jack Bauer is? Uh, is that the guy from 24? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see if you knew wow. who that was. I've, I mean, I certainly have never seen 24, but I have heard the name uh, plenty okay. of times. Yeah. That, that reminds me, uh, earlier they made a big deal about the reason they kept going on with the Christmas thing was because they had George freaking Went in a Santa suit. Do you guys know who George Went is? No, Norm? Certainly. Norm, yes. Norm oh, from Cheers. Yeah, pop there off, we go. Lindy. There you go. Well, I am TV Lindy, so. You are TV Lindy, although you've never seen The Bad Samaritan, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you or got Glee, me. oddly no, enough. Or so. Glee. Yeah, actually, though, Glee. To Glee. be fair, I did watch the first season of Glee when it came out. I mean, honestly, that's all you need to watch. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. hey I, I'm someone who watched all of Glee, and yeah. The, someone, the first... who, someone who got to get out after season one, we can't accept that. You need to, <laughs> you need to be in the trenches with us. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Here's, the, here's what I'll tell you. I'm willing to go watch the whole thing. Well, what we... I don't think you want to podcast. No, 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 no. I'll be very clear. We are not podcasting <laughs> about every episode of Glee. Like, okay, so then, like, what's my motivation for watching it? Then, are you do you only watch TV to podcast about it these days? Absolutely not. But like, are you going to discuss it with me? Like, I would talk about it with you. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to like? I'll. You want me to like go back as well and like you tell me what episodes you're watching and I can like put that as like one of my. Oh, that sounds miserable. I'd be watching the whole thing, so you'd have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do that. It's just like if something ridiculous happens, can I message you on Discord? Yeah. Oh, and be yeah, like, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Well, this thing yes. just happened. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. I don't I can't guarantee that I will remember all of the ridiculous things because there's a lot. It got it's, off the rails so quickly and then it just made new rails and then got <laughs> off of them and then was like what are rails and then it blew up and then in, I don't know. Like it's just other, a, yeah. In other words, it was a Ryan Murphy show. I yeah, mean, it was a, it was an absolute disaster of a situation. But I do. I don't even know if I'm ready to say it's worth watching. I am a better person because I had the willpower to stick it out. That's <laughs> that's that's what I. Oh, how do will you, say. How no, do you see, get there? <laughs> I got, well, you have to get on the tracks with us, Lindy. You have to join us because I believe with my whole heart that you too will think that you're a better person after you have stuck it out all the way, you know? Okay. I don't, I don't know, but, um, okay. I here's believe... what I will say. Here's what I will say about Glee. Unironically, there was a lot of good music. Unironically, yeah. I actually think there was a lot of good oh. music in Glee. Yeah. Oh, I co-signed that a thousand percent. Yeah. Like there were some amazing songs, amazing performances. I used to listen to like the, the Glee soundtrack for the first couple seasons. A yeah. Ton, oh yeah. Uh, back in the day. But yeah, it's just like the plot and the characters just fell complete Ryan Murphy to the nth degree. It just, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a disaster. I mean, it, it, there's no other way to put it. Um, It's just a complete disaster. The songs are like unironically, very good though and i do think it was a very like cultural phenomenon type situation that got a lot of younger people interested and invested in music that was not current pop music i think there's a lot of awareness of a lot of like older classic rock songs or like you know stuff like that that i think is a ultimately good thing so i would i would watch it if i were you Lindy, and i would be happy to talk about it with you in any context whether that be on a podcast off a podcast whatever would make you the happiest great all right, so uh, back to the interview. You know, they're trying to go on with it, but uh, when Gloria is about to attempt this move again, she gets up on the table. They realize, oh, also something the interviewer said about, you know, how great it is to, like, be in a group and have people protect you. Uh, the rest of the group realizes that they need to, uh, as Wiki says, enter human mode and pause to get urgent medical treatment uh according to wiki it's for rampant sexual addiction that way they'll still be in the daily mail yeah this might be true for wiki to be honest with you I, we have no idea i mean uh it's certainly presented as it's not but uh, i don't know i saw joey sasso out there he's got the he's got the pepper uh so that's all i know I mean, I feel if she really was dealing with that, she wouldn't be turning down him and a uh, Tim Meadows. So. Well, but Todd, she's making such a big sacrifice, you know, such a big medical sacrifice, uh, just like the gallbladder time. So, you know, she's she's really doing her part here. Um, 
yeah, I, you know, good good for them, I guess, for like realizing they needed to to help their friend. The thing that I didn't track until like this exact moment was that there was like an expectation for Gloria to keep doing the move like that. I don't know why that like didn't track for me that like because I was like, why can't you just get the knee replacement surgery and then go like because to this point, basically all their choreography had been walk forward slightly and and then get to the front and do your part and then walk back like there really was not you know there's not a ton of like complex choreography happening and it's, it's fine it's you know it's whatever but like i was very it didn't make any sense to me but apparently if they're going to expect her to keep doing the move then that's a problem well they're also the the word was like getting asked me what was it hip-hop yoga with with Hoda, you know, <laughs> uh, which we then see later on collab is doing, doing that, whatever type of weird yoga it was. So, but yeah, the expectation, because it was the move that got the attention of the execs. So it's the move that they are like wanting her to do here, um, which is wild. Yeah, so uh, Tate says he'll try to pause their, you know, promo stuff. But then we, you know, see in the next scene, like Todd said, Collab is doing this hip-hop yoga that they were talking about. And so Wiki's saying, like, our album needs to be undeniable. Think, like, Purple Rain, but now. And, you know, we kind of see a few different things tied up so scott you know ended up taking care of the karate uniform and that woman did indeed f some of the dads yep there's always been some hiccups with progress yeah uh, this, uh, this destroyed me this was like probably the, the funniest line of the episode as we're calling back to them f her effing some dads that's uh, it's just so funny you know, sometimes you just can't resist you know sometimes you gotta f some dads okay you know and if you're on the email chain that's just what happens that's why the dad's emails were private you know maybe <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know what to say to that <laughs> so yeah gloria is getting the surgery and summer is proud of their sacrifice and then wiki says you know she has to make uh, another stop in human mode and she goes to see tim meadows again to try again but he says uh you know we are and will remain strangers miss <laughs> again calling her miss which i like uh she just tells him that she needed an ego boost from dumping someone else um but he obviously turns her down and that's the end of the episode i think it was kind of a weird ending yeah, and she also uh, insults all adult men who are into comic books. So that's uh, not great. Look, Wiki. Oh no! no. Wow. Um. That yeah, it's a tough. That's a tough look for Wiki. And then she uh, or um. And then uh, Tim Meadows gets in the gets in the limo with presumably another celebrity that I did not recognize, but I couldn't quite make them out. I was trying to to see if it was anybody, but I couldn't quite tell who it was. Yeah, Wiki gave them a look as though like there was some you know, like acknowledgement of who they are, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't clock it. So I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be someone famous. If it was, I too do not know, but you know, yeah. anyway, yeah. Tim turns her down. I, I thought this was a weird place to end it. It wasn't that funny. The wiki me. stuff. Yeah. I, 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 the wiki stuff was tough this episode, but also like the, the wiki stuff is not why I'm watching the show. Like she's never really been it's my why I'm favorite. Watching. So yeah, but it is know. while we're watching and it didn't work for us. <laughs> well, so. the wiki stuff really didn't work for me either, but that, uh, that certainly is not usually the highlight of the episodes for me. And I think the stuff that worked this episode really worked for me. So I, uh, you know, the wiki stuff being meh, that's fine. It's no, it's it not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not, but hopefully it's it's only up from here and we'll see because that's our episode. That's the episode season two, episode one of Girls 5 Eva. We're not quite done here, though. We still have a few housekeeping things to take care of. First and foremost, we had two songs this episode that we are going to be rating out of five Evas. Um, the first one is Momentum. So we certainly got the vast majority of this during the actual performance. And then it also played again over um, the end credits. Lindy, I want to start with you. Your thoughts and scores on Momentum. Um, I was really hoping to calibrate my score based on everyone else's. But I'll just go out and say, oh, I'm between two scores. You know what? I'm going to give it a four. 
A four for Lindy. Um, okay, fair enough. Todd, what about you? Yeah, that's, I think it's where I'm going to land just because I love the lyrics so much. Like the music didn't do a lot for me, but I love the lyrics. So I think it's going to wind up with the four for me. If it had like better uh, music for me, it probably could have gotten the five. Yeah, I I really wanted to hear the stripped down version of this because I feel like that could have gotten a five from me. Um, I'm just I'm just above you at a four point two five. Um, I do think this is like certainly in the upper echelon of songs that we have heard thus far. Um, and deserves that uh, deserves that higher score. The second song, the glorious song, uh, Percocet. Uh, what was it? Uh, proud. What was it? Pr- prancing. Uh, pink something. Let me get it. Pink, pink eyed pink, rabbits pink-eyed charging rabbits. on claws eternally tender. <laughs> I like the end. Eternally, eternally tender. tender. Absolutely eternally tender. As they're charging on claws. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's very tough for me to give this uh, song a high score, although I really like want to. Um, but I don't think it was I don't think I can give this a low score just because I think it really did illustrate like what was happening here a little bit. Um, give me a three on this middle of the road. I think it was fine. Uh, Todd, what about you? That's kind of where I'm landing. Uh, one thing I liked about it is it had a little bit of like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, a uh, era Beatles vibe to it. And then falling from that to her channeling the Beatles in her interview a little bit was, was a nice little touch. But overall, yeah, it's really brief. It's, you know, there's not a lot there, there, but it is kind of funny. So yeah, three is where I'm going to land. It's interesting because sometimes when I say that a song is like brief, usually implies that I want more. I actually don't think I wanted more of this. I think what we got was a, the basically the perfect amount, if not a skosh too much um and so you know sometimes yeah. when it's brief it's it's not long enough but i don't think that was the situation no i i think if there'd been like other lyrics that mm-hmm. maybe it would have been fine but the most of it being the pink eyed rabbits charging on claws eternally tender just over and over again yeah uh only so much of that i did like the graphic as well of of, of the rabbit going across the screen on the bottom uh lindy your thoughts yeah, uh, I honestly, it's kind of same as you two. I'm going to give it a three. I did like the uh, the rabbit imagery and the eternally tender really got me. So I'm going to be generous. Give it a three. Okay, and now it is time to declare for season two, episode one, who topped our charts or who chopped our charts, whichever you prefer. I feel like mine is very easy and obvious here this episode. It was Gloria. Certainly, I think that Gloria had a fantastic episode, baby, lap very consistently as she always does. There's also certainly a spotlight episode on Gloria. She, uh, you know, uh, is having this knee issue and does the move and 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 the interview and the st- just all of it. Give me Gloria. Um, Lindy, what about you? Might do something unprecedented. Give it to someone random here. But it was just such a delight to have this person in the episode. And this will never happen again. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give my point to Joey Sasso. Joey winner Sasso. of the Circle Season 1. Circle winner of Season 1. Wow, congratulations to Joey Sasso. If you would have told me at any point last season, Joey <laughs> Sasso would be topping the charts for someone this season. <laughs> wow. Um, here we are. Todd, finish us off here. Who topped your charts for Season 2, Episode 1 of, of D5E? Well, now I don't want to give Joey two points, but like, because that was going to be my choice as well. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this ep- like I said, there's some funny things in this episode, but it just like none of the characters really jumped out at me, uh, and there wasn't anything that I really loved except for Wiki's like a uh, oh holy night moment. But the rest of Wiki in the episode was not that great so i kind of feel weird giving her the point but that was also the funniest thing in the episode to me so and uh, yeah i was going to give joey my point but i think i'm just going to default to wiki here wow uh i don't know how we ended up in a situation where wiki gets a point this episode but here we are uh wiki topping the charts uh yet again for one of us uh well one of you two in in these episodes um I gotta wow. say that scene cracked me up. It was a great scene. Else. It really was. It was a really fantastic scene. I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you there. Um, that is gonna do it for us here for season two, episode one of Girls Five Eva. I thought this was a really fantastic start to season two, and and even if I am higher on it than both of you, I'm hoping that everyone out there listening is enjoying the episodes just as much as, if not more, than I am. Um, because we're having a ton of fun here as well. But let's get out of here, uh, Lindy. 
what are you doing these days? Where can people find you if they want more TV Lindy in their lives? Uh, just right here on one indescribable podcast. Amazing. <laughs> do we do we, do we have any Twitter? Uh, any, uh, any? We have a Twitter. It's at one CXG podcast. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, great. Todd, what about you? Where can people find you at? What are you doing? Uh, you can find me on most social media platforms at Librarian Todd. It's all Librarian with me characters. Other than that, uh, most of my other podcasting is behind me by the time this comes out. We're done with our Monarch coverage over on Post Show Recaps, and I don't have anything else in the pipe right now. Um, okay, amazing. I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Piano Man Adam One, uh, as well as you know, every single week here. Uh, we're talking uh Girl Forever, but of course, we're also talking Pretty Little Liars is uh something we're doing here as well on One Discover Podcast. Um, previous Little Liars were uh, uh, you know a couple episodes in here. Go check that out. We're watching Pretty Little Liars, only the recaps, recaps only for Pretty Little Liars, and that's of course with the amazing Marissa Garza in the post show recaps realm. Like Tan said, we just finished our coverage of Monarch, that was a ton of fun. Go check that out over there. I'm talking Percy Jackson with Melissa. We're doing episodic coverage as well as in every ep- uh, every other episode book club podcast, which I actually think that Todd will be on uh, uh, potentially at some point. Um, I don't know scheduling. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully we'll get Todd on that. But we're talking the Percy. Time Jackson. is soup right. Time is soup right now. Yeah, I, have, I, no I I'm scheduled to be on the episode. I have no idea where it will release in relation to this. So. Yeah, no, I have no, I have no clue. I have, I have no idea what's going on. But go check that out, Percy Jackson. Uh, it's been a really, really fun series thus far. So I hope that uh, you're enjoying that as well. I'm talking Final Fantasy IX with the amazing Brooklyn Zed. I'm talking Doctor Who with Kevin and Melissa. Um, we just did the Christmas special. Of course, we're back into I believe season six is where we are picking back up, which is um, a, a ton of fun over there as well. Um, but of course, we'll be back here next week to talk about season two, episode two of Girls Five Ever. But until then, bye.